Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, dear students, and welcome to yet another episode of You, Me, and Words. I'm your host, Teacher Sam, and this is episode number 183. I simply couldn't start today's episode without thanking all of you podcast supporters. Thank you, thank you, thank you. From the bottom of my heart, every time I get an email notifying me that You, Me, and Words has gained yet another podcast supporter, it always puts a smile on my face. Why? Because I really appreciate the fact that you are willing to support my hard work, but also every time you message me to say, oh my gosh, teacher, I love having access to the podcast text right in front of me as I am listening to the podcast episode. Teacher, it's easier for me to follow the episode, to highlight the words, read the text on my own. I mean, the list goes on and on. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. And please, let's keep this English learning journey going. Also, I am so grateful to you for sharing with me your genuine feedback in reference to the podcast episode length. Generally speaking, my goal is always to keep every episode under 20 minutes. I would say that most of them are around 12 to 15 minutes long. But from time to time, I like to check in with you all and just make sure that the episode length is okay and that you are comfortable as you are learning. Based on the feedback that I have received from you all, our current episode length seems to be just perfect. So let's stick to it. In other words, let's keep it. Here we are with yet another episode of You, Me and Words. As always, thanks for tuning in. Today, we're going to dive into yet another musical experience that I'm eager to share with you while uncovering some fun aspects of the English language. If you notice here, I said today we're going to dive into yet another musical experience. Why did I say that? Because my previous two podcast episodes were about the Beehive, Beyonce's fans coming to Los Angeles to see Beyonce perform. Also, recently I talked about Taylor Swift's era's tour. So in that sense, several of my recent podcast episodes have focused on different musical experiences. In today's podcast episode, I'd like to stop by Medellin, Colombia, or Medallo, Colombia, as it's also known. 
I'd like to give my attention to a young Colombian singer by the name of Juan Luis, better known for his stage name Maluma. Let's pause here for a second so that we can analyze this English expression stage name. What exactly does it mean? A stage name is a made-up name that a performer uses instead of their real name when they are working in the entertainment industry. So, what is Maluma's real name? Juan Luis Londoño Arias. But, what is his stage name? Maluma. You get it? I would say that having a stage name is a way for the artist to be a bit extra creative and sort of create that stage persona through which many of these artists perform and express themselves. What about Lady Gaga? Well, Lady Gaga is her stage name. Her real name is Stephanie Joanne Angelina Germanata. Now, does every artist have a stage name? No, but many do. So, in today's podcast episode, I'd like to stop by Medellin, Colombia or Medallo, Colombia as it's also known, I'd like to give my attention to a young Colombian singer by the name of Juan Luis, better known for his stage name Maluma. You see, this is Saturday, September 9th. I'm going to a Maluma concert here in Los Angeles together with one of my best friends who is also one of my cousins. It's funny because by the time you listen to this episode, I will have already been to his concert. But obviously, I am recording the episode a bit earlier than usual this week since I'll be quite busy over the weekend. And guess what? This isn't my first time going to Maluma's concert. It's actually my third. However, it is my best friend's first time going to Maluma's concert, so... I am curious to hear her observations after the concert. Now, you might ask, what's the big deal, teacher? Why do you want to talk about this in today's podcast episode? Because out of all the concerts that I've ever been to in my life, Maluma's concert has been one of my favorites. Not necessarily because I am a diehard Maluma fan, Wait, die hard fan? What does that mean? A die hard fan is someone who is extremely loyal and enthusiastic about something or someone. For example, one of my best Brazilian friends, Kevin, is a die hard Beyonce fan. One of my students, Bia, is also a die hard Beyonce fan. I am not necessarily a die hard Maluma fan, but don't get me wrong. I really like Maluma. I really do. But I wouldn't say that I am a diehard fan. So out of all the concerts that I've ever been to in my life, Maluma's concert has been one of my favorites. You might ask, what's so special about his concerts? Well, first off, it's the music. While I might not always follow every word in his songs, it's the rhythm that gets me. 
me. Pronounce that with me again here, please. Rhythm, rhythm. So it's the rhythm that gets me. You know, that feeling when a song comes on and you just can't sit still. That's Maluma's music for me. It's the kind of sound that makes you forget your worries and just enjoy the moment. But there's more to these concerts than just the music. Have you ever noticed the people around you at a concert or a big event? At Maluma's concerts, you see a mix of people from all walks of life. But wait, teacher, all walks of life? What do you mean by that? All walks of life means people from different backgrounds and experiences. Young kids, teenagers, parents, even grandparents. At Maluma's concerts, you truly see a mix of people from all walks of life. It's amazing to see how music brings different generations together. Everyone's there just having a good time, singing, dancing, and soaking in the energy. Whenever we're soaking something in, we are taking it in. We are absorbing it. We are a part of it at that moment. For example, when you are at a concert, anyone who is standing up singing and dancing to their favorite songs, he or she is actually soaking in the energy, the vibe of the concert. Does that make sense? And speaking of energy, one of the coolest things I've noticed at Maluma's concerts is how he interacts with the audience. Let's just pause here for one moment. The verb to interact is the same as to connect, to engage, to communicate. We also have the word audience here. Many times students want to say the public, but it's actually the audience in English. Careful though, not audience, but audience audience. So, for example, who am I going to be on Saturday at Maluma's concert? I am going to be the audience. I am going to be one of the many people who are there to listen to Maluma, to enjoy his music, the audience. So, honestly, one of the coolest things I've noticed at Maluma's concerts is how he interacts with the audience. It doesn't feel like there's a barrier, a Block, an obstacle, a limitation between the stage and the audience. He talks to us, laughs with us, and makes sure we're all part of the show. What has been the most surprising thing that I have witnessed at Maluma's concert so far? So many people at these concerts don't even speak Spanish, which is the primary language of Maluma's songs. But that doesn't stop them. They're out there singing their hearts out, even if it's just to the tune. It just goes to show music has this unique power to bring people together, no matter where they come from or what language they speak. And that's so cool to me. I mean, imagine being someone 
who doesn't even know a word of Spanish singing every Maluma song in Spanish. Not only is that cool, in my opinion, but what a great honor for the artist to actually have these people sing your songs as if they knew your language. It's incredible. Again, as I'm recording this podcast episode, it's Thursday, September 7th, but by the time you listen to this episode, it will be Monday, September 11th. I am planning to share some posts with you all on Yumi and Words Instagram story, so please don't miss it. As always, Thanks for joining me on this musical journey today. I hope my story inspires you to explore new music and experiences and along the way, learn and enjoy the English language even more. Stay curious, stay excited, and I'll catch you in a brand new episode tomorrow, Tuesday, where we will talk about the phenomenon of Spanish music and the world. Don't forget to tune in. Also, anyone who wants to have access to the podcast text, please click the link in this podcast episode description and become a supporter. Talk to you tomorrow.